Who's drinking? <laughs> Welcome to Spirits and Booze. Clothes will stay on. Thank God for that. Uh, There's like um, a mythologic theory and then there's the scientific theory. And this uh, is a mind blower to me. That gave me chill. Probably one of the most well-known, well-documented cases. It scared the hell out of me as I was a kid. But now once you start to read it, you're getting a little more interested, right? Not really, but okay. <laughs> Welcome to Spirits and Booze. I am your hostess, Tanya. Of course, we have Amy, Sheila, and Carmen. Uh, I, I, I'm so lost now because this is take three. Your warning. Disclaimer. Because uh, we had, yeah, some technical issues. But like I said earlier... He, Hunter, found our sweet spot, evidently, and now we're going. So, full disclaimer, I decided I needed to do this, and I'll probably end up putting it at the header of the page. Uh, be aware that these shows will include alcohol, cursing, and most likely sexual content speaking. Speaking, speaking, innuendos. Innuendos, like because earlier I said sexual content, and they thought literally. Um <laughs> Close. Amy did. Yeah. Amy did. This Making is the sure. only skin you're going to be seeing. Making sure. Yeah, clothes, clothes will stay on. Thank God for that. Um, nobody wants to see this 50 like year old back. I know, right? Amy, did we talk about Let's show some sleeve <laughs> and some ankles. <laughs> Just Carmen may have to pull the microwave or microwave away. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Who's drinking? Who's drinking? I know. I am. I'm, I'm the only one drinking it's tonight. It's been a long Sorry. weekend. I can't drink tonight. <laughs> but um, yeah, tonight's episode is about doppelgangers. Mm -hmm. So interesting subject. And I've gotten actually several questions over the years over doppelgangers. Are they evil? Are they something to be afraid of? Uh, I guess it all kind of depends on your outlook on it, so to speak. I think there's a couple of different, you know, actual, I can't talk tonight, you guys, I can't, um, actual explanations or possible theories on doppelgangers, so. There's like um, a mythologic theory, and then there's the scientific theory and all that, so. And yeah, you go into the paranormal, and with us being in the paranormal, that's something we think about a lot. So most of the time when I get things, when they're talking about doppelgangers, they're asking, hey, are these things demonic? Well, like I said, it kind of depends on what's going on. So Not everything's demonic. Not everything's demonic. You know, it's, sometimes it's not easy to, well, I was going to say to get the big D or find the big D, but. Um, <laughs> I'm glad you did that disclaimer. <laughs> We're having trouble with the cushion over here. We just keep we might be on the floor by the end of this. They're sliding. Um, but uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about doppelgangers, which there's not a whole lot really out there. I mean, there's some, uh, but it goes back, back into the early, I think I found stuff back in the 1200s even. Oh, wow. Some of that stuff so far that's gone back. And that's, you know. Before that documentation wasn't easily found anyway, because there wasn't a whole lot of people that could read and write. And when they did, there wasn't really a whole lot of places to store it. So some of it's back there. A lot of it's more modern day because, you know, we can post anything anywhere anymore and things are easy to find. But we're going to go over some of the more notorious cases, I guess, um, that are recorded 
And of course, we all did our Google research. Some of us right before the show. I don't know who you're talking about. I, I that don't. would be me if you want to That's fine. <laughs> Let me just honk that bus. Honk, honk through them right under. I just couldn't get into the doppelganger part of it. I'm sorry. I like the doppelganger. But now once you started reading it, you're getting a little more interested, right? Not really, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, all righty then. So... Well, I'm, I'm going to try not to hit the microphone. You're such a party pooper. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just That's joking. why I stick I to the you. alcohol and I see I'm not drinking. <laughs> well, I know I have a few that I'm going to talk about, but I think I'm going to let y'all start with yours and then I'll end with mine. Because I think one of the ones I really want to talk about um, kind of brings a you little bit of a closure. Of a doppelganger? Yeah. You're the teacher. Oh, wait, I am too. But no, you're the instructor. You, you hold a higher level. Um, <laughs> I mean, doppelgangers, basically, they're mimickers. They're, uh, you know, it's where somebody is seeing another version of someone that they're almost identicals or vice versa kind of thing. It's it's really that simple. It just mm-hmm. means picture of self, basically. Yeah, it's a German it, it's word. German word yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and we've had movies over the years. I think the more recent, probably most popular one is, I think Smile's considered a doppelganger. Because yeah, yeah, I think I so. Seen I haven't seen it, but I've seen the commercials seen the and I was like, oh, it's like a doppelganger movie. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she sees herself in the mirror and the thing switches places. So it's right. like a doppelganger evil I haven't brought myself thing. to watch it yet. I yeah, haven't. I did watch the I gym. haven't either. Vampire Diaries and they have doppelgangers in it. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. But those are actual, with that one, it's like demonic type things too. Yeah. So, but I love vampires. Yeah. I mean, all doppelgangers aren't considered evil. I mean, there's been lots of instances through the history, um, history books that you can find, and mm-hmm. they're not. It's just simple things that have happened. And, and we'll talk about all of that and basically different theories as far as, um, you know, the scientific quantum physics side of that and, how it all kind of comes together for those theologists. Um, so, you know what? Let's just start with Carmen and work oh. our way down. All right. <laughs> okay. Carmen gets so, top. So, <laughs> Queen Elizabeth actually saw herself as a doppelganger. Apparently, one evening. Well, first of all, which Queen Elizabeth? Though? Oh, Queen Elizabeth the first. Okay. Sorry. And she was the queen from 1558 to early or late 1603. And she actually walked into her chamber, which is her room, and saw herself laying on her bed. And, like, it was, like, motionless. She said it looked like her. It was exactly like her, but it looked dead. And within a few days later, she died. Just a few days later. Like, that kind of stories that she well, you know, she was a very level-headed mar- monarch, you know. She really had her shit together. And um, I think, it's my phone dropping. I think it did send her over that. I mean, who wouldn't, you right. know? Especially like if, back then. Yeah, There's exactly. not a lot of, like... And she wasn't really into, like, paranormal stuff or anything mm-hmm. like that. She was just... Just totally level-headed on everything. Didn't believe in all that much stuff. I mean, she was, you know, religious, of course, because she had to be. Just, you know. Yeah. Head of the state, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. 
Just a few days later after seeing it, she died. So obviously. Maybe she saw it a second time and it just scared her to death. Yeah. Which it says, you know, like if you see one of the theories is, Mm -hmm. is that if you see yourself as a doppelganger, you're supposed to die or something. It's supposed to be like a harbinger of bad luck or whatever. So. All I can say is if I'm going to come back and see myself, can it be a size two? That'd be nice. I, I don't. Well, not <laughs> too. Sorry, audio I on that text. When I was eighteen, that. I don't want to be a size two, but I, I mean six to ten. Mm-hmm. Six to ten. I'm good with that. Um, I, I, I want to see myself as I'd like to see. Myself. You know what I mean? Right. I, I just think that should be fair. I think that should be fair. Yeah. I'm gonna have to see myself, and I don't know if I'd be scared though. I think I'd be more critical. I'd be like, girl, you need to shave them legs. (laughs) No, that ain't happening. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think I think I'd be be in denial. I'd be like, do I really look that bad? Oh, my God. (sighs) (sighs) Can I just have a little tuck first? (laughs) Yeah, but I think it's crazy that she saw. I've never heard that story until I looked it up. Like. Never heard that story before. It's not in any history book or anything like that, obviously. No. So. But how do we know it's true then? How did they find the story? Because Wikipedia said it was. Because Wikipedia said it. Because Google said it. Google said it. Actually, there's several sources for it, you no, know, I but know, I mean, no, like I history, know. history <laughs> class in school, you there know, you don't like, hear that about do. that kind of stuff. But I mean, yeah, it's, well. it's not something that's. That would be well publicized because. Right, exactly. I mean, they're going to, yeah, what do they do during wartime? Not, hey, I saw myself laying in my bed. Right. It's like, exactly. hey, if I see myself laying in my bed, I'm just kidding. Um, I was going to go somewhere with that, but I won't. Um, be nice. It was going to involve Tatum. <laughs> Actually, I was going to say that driving here. I was like, if, if we can have doppelgangers, is there any way we could have two of Tatum? Maybe a John Cena, you know. Yeah. You can't see him, but I'd like to. Or Uhtred off of The Last Kingdom. Mm, I know. Um, honestly. Our tech guy is smiling right now. My abs- <laughs> <laughs> Or a really nice Scottish kilt and accent. Sword bearing kind of. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm down. I'm down. Bling chest. I yep. love you, honey. <laughs> Outlander? Oh, um, yeah. Sam yeah. Hugan? He's yeah. so, oh. he's pretty. <laughs> he's really pretty. Um, if you ever want to come on no. the show. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm I, it's the life of me, the one I absolutely, the, I mean, don't get me I wrong. Just like a good cowboy and a good pair of if, <laughs> if there's ever an actor I'd like to meet, it would be Keanu Reeves. You're hillbilly. Yes. I am yes. a hillbilly, I'm telling you. Just give me some uh, cowboy and some wranglers on a horse, and I'm good to go. We're getting so off subject. I I would like to meet Keanu Reeves, but just for his personality. I know that seems weird, but it's true. He seems like an awesome guy. The one I'd like to meet in person, whose name I keep always forgetting, is Gerard Butler. I love him. Oh, trust me, the whole Phantom scene. (laughs) Oh, no, no. Oh, he's still sexy. I'm sorry. <laughs> the rock. No. The rock. <laughs> All right. Okay, back on subject. Sorry. Sheila, what uh, you got for us? I have Abraham Lincoln. 
Yeah, right. She had it. I had it, and then it went away. My bad. It sounded like she said something wrangling. I'm confused. Stuck on the jeans. Abraham Lincoln. Did she have some Antonio's mushrooms? Yes, I did. She did something to them. I didn't see you eat the mushrooms. I did. I had three of them. Without the cheese. Sorry, audio. I'm sure you just heard that straw. Without the cheese? I cooked cheese in it. Well, it was just sausage in it. Okay, go on. (laughs) So, Abraham Lincoln, when he finally got elected for president, he went into his room and he looked into the mirror, across the room into the mirror, and he seen himself. And he shows himself... A full length of him, and then he sees two faces. And it bothered him. So, was it his body with two faces going off? Or was it like two bodies and a face? Like He said that he was, he was laying down, and he looked in the full length mirror, and he seen two faces. It, it was, says that it bothered him. He laid down again and looked in the glass again, and there were two faces. Again. Then he had got up again, mixed in the election and forgot about it, but then came back and haunted him. So he was haunted from this, being his doppelganger. And his wife told him about she was worried, too. A few days later, he tried it once more, and the illusion of two faces again registered in his eyes. And he looked into the mirror. So his wife also said that he was obviously not going to make it to the second term. Well, she said that and she didn't knock on wood, did she? No, she didn't, apparently, because then he died. She was, yeah. she was considered to have a psychic vision, but she said it was shot. considered a bad omen and that she saw him making it through his first electoral term and then not making it through his second mm-hmm. and then of course he was shot shortly after like shortly after seeing his doppelganger no or no no, no, no. the four-year term he went through his for his first term which is what she predicted mm-hmm. it was his second, second term, term right after he entered the second term is when he was actually shot that on the so could 9th you att- of november attribute that to a doppelganger though or yeah, was that so just i'm also wondering like because that's a long time afterwards it, he saw it in the mirror looking back at him, basically. So it was and that's that it. like, you know, some mirrors can have artifacts in them. Like, right. How many times did he look in the mirror and not see it? I think he'd only say he saw it twice, right? He'd twice. only seen it twice. So, I mean, that is that considered a doppelganger? In some of the yeah. stories that you see, it does talk about mirror images, seeing other yeah. people that look like you in the mirror, but not acting like you. So, and that's why I brought up the smile, the movie Smile, because that's what happens in that. It was the spirit of him. Excuse me, audio. Right. So, you know, whether he has a psychic. And when he talks about his first vision, he actually talks about how he looked really pale and he looked dead. He looked looked dead in the the actual doppelganger side of it. But could you contribute his death? To a doppelganger warning him because it, apparently it happened quite bef- like a ways yeah. before yeah, four he years actually before. died. Yeah. Um, and there's, I mean, there are some that 
happen right after because one of the stories I'm going to talk about happens like 10 days later. So this was like more of a warning. This, yeah, kind of. I almost think so. more of a or, psychic or warning. Or a psychic yeah. warning that this is what you're going to look like after these. Yeah, because By the, the picture is from term. This is what you're going to. The picture is from, yeah. Drastically. Drastic. I mean, he yeah. had to be stressed out. Oh, you wow. had the Civil War going on. You got to be stressed out. Well, because yeah. he said I he mean, looked he was paler, the president, of course. Five shades paler than mm-hmm. what he normally looked like. Wow. And then you, again, you got to think too is it a timeline thing? Are we crossing parallel timelines? That goes back into your scientific got stuff. Up and the other face faded away. It melted away is what he said. So it may have been a timeline cross at that point. Maybe he's seeing himself, you know, that many years across. They just did a temporary crossover. And that is one of the theories. I mean, one of the theories is time cross. It's basically, you know, the parallel universe is you're glimpsing through the veil for a moment and seeing what you were like on this other parallel universe or plane. So it is a theory. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Is it what happened? No, no idea. Uh, I, sh- I think we should go to the Lincoln bedroom at the White House and ask him. He said that right. he was very superstitious. Yes. Yeah, and his wife was very foo foo. Was, she was witchy woo woo. She was witchy woo woo. So, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I she believed no in all of that. Wow. Well, I mean, back in the Victorian days, that was huge too. That was huge. Yeah. I mean, they did light seances and stuff. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, especially after the Civil War. Yeah. So oh, that's yeah. that's Everyone really. Their I like the story yeah. of like Houdini and how he traveled around trying to oh, like yeah. to debunk them. Yeah, to debunk them. <laughs> he actually and Houdini off subject for a moment, guys. Sorry, Houdini actually belonged to a group here based in the United States. It actually started out as mm-hmm. the first paranormal group that was started actually over in England. They subbranched over into the United States, mm-hmm. and we had like Jefferson Tom or Thomas Jefferson mm-hmm. was part of all of that. That's awesome. All of that group came in. I teach when I teach my uh, paranormal psychology from past to present. That's mm-hmm. what I talk about because it's the first organized paranormal group was from the 1800s. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And then they brought it over here. So long story. Won't get into all of that right now. Yeah. Next double ganger. Okay, I'm going to talk about uh, Catherine the Great. She's like one of my favorite women in history. I love her. Um, She just, like, talk about the woman taking over. Um, She got rid of her dear husband and started ruling Russia. She wasn't from Russia, of course. She's from Austria. Well, what is now Austria. Mm -hmm. And um, was basically bought to be a wife. And so she had ruled for a while at this point. She was. Toward the end of her life. Um, and she was in her bed at night. And her servants came running in, woke her up, and said, you're in the throne room. She was like, what do you mean I'm in the throne room? Right here. They goes, no, we just saw you in the throne room. And so she gets out of bed. And she and her servants and a bunch of sentries go running over to the throne room. And they're sitting on the throne was her doppelganger. And I love her response. She immediately turned around to her sentries and said, shoot it. And so they shot it. And as they were shooting it, it dissolved away. And then she died shortly after. Wow. William asked, spirit mimics a living person. A living person's voice. Is that a doppelganger also? Yes. And uh, I was going to talk about this (laughs) later, but... 
that actually has happened a couple of times at, you know, our favorite little TB hospital, because evidently I have a doppelganger there. It's happened on a couple of different investigations, different teams, different members came up and swore I was downstairs, the command center by myself. And up on the upper floors, they actually came down and were like, we heard you yelling at us down the hall. They all heard my voice. (laughs) Oh, that's weird. Yeah. So evidently, I have been witnessed there a couple of times by different times we've gone in different teams on different floors. So there's something there that likes to mimic whenever I go. Me. And the law office. That's, yeah, actually, was that was going to be the that. other I was one. To remember um, where, that, where that happened. And that, yeah, that happened over at the one in El Reno, the law mm-hmm. office in El Reno. Mm-hmm. They've, they've heard me and seen me when I wasn't there um, at all. So, what would that mean to you then? If you heard or if somebody heard your voice, is it a, like a harbinger of bad luck? Are you going to die soon? We may be losing Tanya. I'm, I'm down with, I'm honestly, I don't, I'm, I'm okay. I mean, like, what do you think <laughs> I mean, that means? No more if you I'm see your remember where y'all heard me at that the bad death Yeah. That's Maybe. Yes. Like somebody said they heard my voice. But what about hearing the voice? I think if the spirits know mm-hmm. us well enough, I think they might just screw with other people. Yeah. I mean, I would. I mean, you've been there enough, you know. <laughs> I mean, I have so many things planned for after I die. It'll be so much fun. Um, I'm going to hunt Hunter. But, <laughs> but it's, I mean, I, I could see that happening. But then you have to think of other things, too. And this is something I thought about. So we were talking about Catherine. You were just mm-hmm. talking about Catherine the Great. She was on the throne room. And one of the gentlemen I'm about to talk about or talk about had the same type thing happen where people saw him going through his daily routine. Now, mind you, she was in bed asleep. Mm-hmm. This gentleman I'm going to be talking about was in his bed sick, so probably asleep. Are they astro projecting? That's what it sounds like. What's astro projecting? That is where you leave your body. Oh. And you see so yourself. You travel. You travel. And that's, that's how when we do psychic readings or we do um, distant readings, remote readings, things like that, mm-hmm. we actually send ourselves out. And we can go and look in other places. I've had people call me about investigations and I'll basically just tether to them while they're talking to me and I'll look through their house. I'll be able to tell them where what is and things like that. And it's actually a mirror image when I do it. So my daughter has a dance coming up. Can you ask her to project yourself <laughs> to her dance and see if she is dancing the with the boy? The ultimate chaperone. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this, okay, that's so <laughs> This is how I knew I was an astro projector. And it's funny because even now and the more I, I go around doing psychic things or whatever, um, I can usually ping people that have the same type abilities. Now, astro projection, it happens almost to everyone at least once in their life. Mm-hmm. It can happen more. And when it does, that's usually someone who astro projects. So with me, I started astro projecting in high school that I know of, mm-hmm. that's, that's the most strongest image I remember, but it's like, I was sleeping and I would go to my high school, but I'd be running, but I would jump and like float like a deer. How, you know, how deer take the long strides. It would be like that. I'd touch down and I'd jump and I'd float and I'd touch down. And I've had several of those dreams. And I even then did not know what I was doing until later on in life. I started really kind of putting things together you know, or if you've ever felt yourself, I used to dream like I could dance and spin around, I'd spin up and go to the ceiling. 
that I could touch the ceiling by spinning really fast and hard. And I could do that. Um, but I knew I was a full astro projector. It's been almost 10 years now. Did I never tell you the story? No. Oh, okay. So I got questions. I was, it was me and Tessa and, and Katie were all home. We were sleeping. And the way the rooms were at that time was the girls' rooms face each other. Mm-hmm. And then mine is just across the hall. So, and this was daytime. This is like eight o'clock in the morning. Lights were on. I mean, it was full sunlight. Um, and I had a dream that I was at my daughter's room and I saw something leaning over her and whispering in her ear. She was turning and facing the wall, but her, it was a mirror image thing again. It was like the rooms were flipped backwards. Like, you know, she was in the wrong side of whatever. And I remember this dream. I, I was fully into it. And then next thing I know, she's waking me up and she said, Hey mom, you were just in my, my doorway and you were pointing at me and you were yelling, but I couldn't understand what you were saying. I couldn't hear you, but I know it was you, but it, but it wasn't you. And I saw you there. And I said, yes, you did. I said, but what I saw was something dark and evil leaning. I'm still getting chills, leaning over you and whispering in your ears. Oh, that's crazy. And that was during a really bad time of her life where she was in massive depression, doing some massive self-harm stuff too. Yeah. And I saw this entity leaning over her and I was casting it out of my house. That's what I was yelling was I was casting this thing out of my home. Yeah. And she literally came in there. She woke up, turned over and saw me standing there. But Mm -hmm. like knew. I wasn't physically there, but knew it was me, could see me doing everything I was doing in my dream. That's insane. So I astral projected out of my body because I felt something in my house threatening my child. And then I went right back to my body. So I have this great big egg, crystal egg, that's actually, uh, it's angelite, um, that's used for astral projection. It's for protection, with astral projection. Wow. So can you tell if someone is an astro projectress? But I think- Are any of us? The more you're around- Sheila? (laughs) I'm not picking up on it. But the more I'm around, especially around teenagers going through their peak time- of their psychic development stuff, mm-hmm. I can usually tell. If I'm really into it, like the case we did, mm-hmm. yeah, she was a fool. That child was a full mm-hmm. astral projector. Oh, wow. Which is why she was drawing that negative entity to her. So I still need to go do is a that cleansing on like, the house. Not really, but kind of like what happened with Cheyenne. Remember I called you mm-hmm. with my daughter, Cheyenne? And it was the craziest thing. Like there was the bowl sitting on you know like she has a loft bed mm-hmm. so it's sitting on the shelf below and you could see the spoon move mm-hmm. and i'm like whoa what's going on that's here? telekinesis you know but yeah that was insane you remember that that's though. a telekinesis thing though yeah and if she was going through psychic development at that time that's her that's her energy pushing it yeah so that's a totally it's it's different yeah but it, it's i mean it's all still energy transfer but that was the creepiest thing Especially because I was in her room and I'm like, my baby. (laughs) She was probably putting off so much energy at that time that Mm -hmm. it was making things happen. She had a lot of negative energy at that time. Most teenagers do. 
But yeah, those so those two cases I would or that case I would consider a possible astral projection because she was going through her daily routine of being mm-hmm. on the right. throne. She was working. Right. She was probably dreaming she was working and she astral projected to where she would be mm-hmm. at that time kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and the same thing goes for this one. So I'm going to talk um, about this gentleman here. Which one am I looking at? Um, okay. 1905. Uh, Sir Frederick Rash. He was a baron, a nobleman in England. Okay. This man um, was highly thought of. He was military. He, he held a ma- you know, a major seat in the house of commons there. He was a member of parliament. Um, he, he's someone that you would never think this would probably happen to, mm-hmm. but basically what it was is he was in bed. I think with influenza at that time or something, he was at home in bed, sick. It was all over the newspaper because back then that's what they did. Oh, so-and-so is sick at home and blah, blah, blah. Who cares? But they did. Um, And they were, you know, they were all together for Parliament for one of their meetings. And one of his good friends saw him come in and noticed he was sitting somewhere that he would normally not sit. And then later he saw him sitting where he was, you know, supposed to be. And he's like, oh, how are you feeling? I, I, I read, you know, in the post that you were not doing well. And he said the man just stared at him but never responded. And he thought that was kind of odd. That and then odd. later he would walk through and he asked like other members of parliament, hey, did you see so-and-so? Did you see so-and-so? And so he just thought maybe it was a, a figment of his imagination, right? I mean, it's not like a, a government politician would ever lie, right? <laughs> So (laughs) later it was actually found out three of them had seen Sir, uh, Sir Frederick um, Rash. And one of them happened to write in the paper that they had seen him because that's what they did back then. Nobody had a life. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody had a life. They had to call the newspaper. Hey, I saw so-and-so at parliament and they're supposed to be sick. Um, But they do that now. It's just on Facebook. True. Um, (laughs) But yeah, three actual members, all noblemen, all, you know, people that everyone would believe, even though, you know, whatever, um, said that they saw him. And when they asked him, he's like, no, I'm at home in bed, you know. And then, of course, he got better. And I guess, and it's funny because in one of the podcasts, they were talking about that he lived on to make his family's life a living hell or whatever. Um, Yeah. Where he said to the family's to the family's dismay, he survived God. the incident. <laughs> I took that as oh, they wished he'd have died. But yeah, he lived on for I mean, like a couple more decades, basically, and was fine. Yeah. But his body was seen in Parliament doing what he would normally doing be doing on a day to day kind of he basis. He didn't talk to anybody. He just right. didn't acknowledge. So was he home in bed sick and he just projected to where he was normally at doing his routine? Maybe he was working in a sleep. I mean, one of my first jobs when I was in high school, I worked at TCBY, which was, you know, frozen yogurt company in California. Mm-hmm. And I, I would sit up in bed making banana splits. Oh, I'm hitting that thing. He's going to get mad at me. I was sitting up in bed making banana splits, like physically set up in bed and was making banana splits. Oh, that's crazy. It's weird how you get such, you know, set on your mind. So Maybe they were doing the same thing. It's just their routine. And they do that over and over and over again to where people are seeing. So So. is there any 
stories where a doppelganger has actually talked to another person? You know? I believe so. Yes. And I mean, we're just talking about, you know, our voices being heard basically as a doppelganger. But um, there are a few others that I know I've kind of glimpsed on. Not any of the ones that I brought tonight, but I do believe I've, I've read some. That yeah. were kind of like foretelling stuff. That's wild. Um, and I know we all talked about Emily because she's one of the more popular ones that's known out there. That this the case of of Emily um, Sachet, um, and she had been witnessed by several people, but she never actually saw herself. So she started being a teacher at the age of sixteen, which back then was normal, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what sixteen year old today could even teach anybody how to boil water. But this girl was a, a well-renowned teacher and people respected her. She was, you know, very well refined um, and she was teaching. But and even though everybody loved her and she got good job references, she went through several jobs, almost one a year, if not a little bit more, uh, because of strange things that were seen. So she never saw herself, but she knew that there was something there Mm -hmm. because whenever this thing would manifest, it would actually make her go pale and take her energy, literally literally sucking that energy. It's almost like it was splitting off like an, like a cell would split. Oh my God. Like it was going through mitosis or something. Yeah. Um, and it would just, I did say that right. Right. I'm half asleep. Okay. So yeah, like that. Don't you astro project yourself somewhere. (laughs) I'll be cleaning ileostomies. Um, (laughs) I know, right? Uh, But but people would see her. Her students would see her and be like, even when one of the accounts is she's writing on a chalkboard, this Mm -hmm. thing splits off from her and is is doing well. This one they were both writing, but the other one didn't have anything in their hand. They were just mimicking what she was doing. So it was fully mimicking all of her actions. That is so creepy. But she didn't see it. She never she saw it. it she didn't see did. it. But the kids, all of the kids could see it. Mm-hmm. And then other accounts went to where at one point the entire school, which was 42 students at the time, witnessed her. Oh um, she, they saw her out in the garden, gardening, while another teacher was teaching. And then that teacher stepped out for a moment. And all of a sudden she manifested in the room while her other, while her true self was out, out in the garden. And the kids seen that almost sounds like so the kids are like going or something going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's going on, you know? And this went on for several, several years. And I think the end of the story with that is when she finally did see it, she passed. Right. So, but that's a different, I, there's a couple of different that's things out there. different. Well, I, and I, I think it does. I mean, even her family saw it because later after she lost all her jobs, she went to be a governess to her niece and nephew and they knew about it. They saw it all the time. Um, But she never did. Now, why would people want to fire her? That's like two for one. Because it's, I know. (laughs) She's always there. I mean, I'm surprised she didn't have boyfriends by the dozen. That's a threesome right there. Right? (laughs) Like, what were people thinking? Hell yeah! I'm just kidding. I mean, hey, um, I would love for me to split off so that like I need half nine of me can get something done, and the other half can do something. I I need nine of me for everything I've got to get done. So I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm dying right now. Um, but yeah, that's and that's probably one of the most well known, well documented cases. But it's not fully proven. I mean, one person did write about it. It was 1845 area. Um. And one person wrote about it as, you know, their story being heard, but 
even finding a lot of stuff, I'd really have to dig to try to find records because some, mm-hmm. some people don't even been able to find the right records on her, which, you know, 1845 and in another country, it might be kind of hard to do yeah, anyway. Yeah, it's true. Um, so I actually, I'm, I'm going, I'm going backwards in dates here a little bit. Um, the next one I'm going to talk about, well, the next one would actually be 1790 or 1822, but I'm going to jump back to the 1600s because this one was really cool. In 1612, um, John Dunn, another member of, of uh, parliament, um, was visiting in France with friends, doing some business stuff Ooh, there. France. I know, vive la France. Yeah. Fomage. We had so much fromage earlier. Um he was visiting friends there. He left his, you know, love of his life, which was it's his boss's daughter he married. And <laughs> they had like 12 kids together and all this. Holy they were cow. they were in love, you God. know. Um, and this guy is actually extremely impressive because he was he had a mind beyond his time. He was into metaphysics. He was into life after death. He was into the more stuff that's not really, wasn't really considered okay. Right. He was more of a, or, um, centric. Yeah. Kind of, sort of. He, he was considered basically a, a big metaphysical and he was a poet. He was a well-known, you know, poet, scolar, soldier, even, I mean, Polymath. He, yeah, he went to <laughs> Oxford you know, he was a graduate of Oxford and he was later ordained as a priest in, in the local church of England there. Wow. So uh, wow. he had it all. He was well-respected. Well, he was on this trip. They had all went down, I guess, had dinner together, whatever. He went back to his room and the report says, or the story goes that he was only in his room for 30 minutes before his friend returned. And when he got there, he was beyond himself he wasn't his normal he was just kind of looking crazed and upset and just and distraught but while he was sitting there he said he saw his young wife who was pregnant back home walking through his room carrying a lifeless body of a baby oh god and he and this was while he was awake he was not asleep He saw this thing manifest and at the end actually looked at him and then gone. She was gone. Well, he gets home to find out his wife did go into labor while he was gone and the baby was born stillborn. Mm. Oh, Oh, wow. So was that one a doppelganger? I wouldn't consider that. I think she actually, like I said, manifested. I think she did a full out of body. Because she was so distraught, she needed him, and she mm-hmm. went to him. So I think she astral projected, and he saw her astral projection. That's insane. And they made that connection. That's really sad. That that gave me chills. It, it was it was bad. bad. And they had lost several children. He had he had poor health, mm-hmm. even himself. And they had lost you know several children, but they did still have several. But they were supposedly very much in love, so they had that connection, you know, and. So she you traveled. to be in love to have four chil- or 12, 12 children. That's she insane. She traveled all Oof. that way just because she needed him at that moment. So she went to him, basically. Let me project myself to Hunter real fast. She needs a drink. She needs a drink, Hunter. And it's actually, okay, so here's. <laughs> I'm, I'm just joking. <laughs> here's a kind of another astral projection thing. I know it's not really the doppelganger, but in a way it kind of is. 
to the point of they heard. I think they heard my voice a little bit, too. So right after I had the gastric sleeve, we were investigating um, Guthrie Haunts. And I was in no way should have been out. I mean, I was still very bad. It was still very fresh. I was very weak. I was yeah, not eating. And I stayed in the car. Mm-hmm. That was my second time. Yeah. And I had <laughs> sent them all in and um, they were inside investigating and I started like bottoming out. I could feel my sugars. I was hurting very badly. And I sat there in my mind and was talking to them mm-hmm. with my mind. Yeah. I sent it to them. And next thing I know, they're busting through the door coming out. Oh, did you guys weird. actually hear me or did you? We felt, oh, I you felt, felt you. Okay. Cause I think Kelly and them said they thought they heard me. She said that she heard you. I felt your. The energy. energy I literally so. sent it to them and I was focusing enough. I sent them. I'm like, I need you now. And they all just came running through the door. That's really convenient. So, oh, right. <laughs> you know, I mean, it really is. So and it was convenient. very, I mean, I was, I mean, it was yeah, bad. Like, like country goes to the store. I'm like, I need ice cream now. <laughs> yeah. Like to the point of, I, I almost ended up in the ER that night. Yeah, it I was, had to drive her home. It was that bad. I could not move. It was horrible. That's I remember insane. That. But I, I sent out that much of a message to them. So I, I understand this part here where she did that with her husband. Because she needed him so badly at that point, and she was so upset and so afraid that she sent herself to him. So, yeah, Jayla said, "Looking good, ladies. I bet you are too." Oh yeah, we yeah. miss Thank you. you. Collarbone, collarbone. <laughs> yeah, mine too. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, so the last story I have, and this is a mind blower to me, and I just I absolutely love this one. Um, took place in 1822. And it is about Percy Shelley. So Percy Shelley is a, he was basically a well-known poet and writer. He's a British writer and poet, but he didn't become well-known until after his death. Kind of like a Picasso, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's considered one of the great um, romantic poets in history, basically at this point. Um, but he actually had his own encounter. So it was him and his wife, and I'll I'll get to the wife here in a little bit, but him and his wife were were staying at their little chateau, I think it was in Italy, and they had a house guest that was like their best friend, whatever, that lived there too. Kind of makes you wonder, doesn't it? Hmm. They had a threesome. So he's out. Yeah, he's just out on the porch, all casual, like one day, and then all of a sudden he sees himself walk up to himself. And I do think this one actually talked to him. And so it happened and it kind of freaked him out. And he ran back and said, hey, Shelly, this is what happened. Or not Shelly, that's the last name. But ran back to Mary and was like, hey, this is what happened. And and I saw this. And she was like, oh, that's bad. And blah, blah, blah. Well, he wasn't the only one who saw. Now, a little bit later, the roommate, housemate, friend, whatever, um, was standing at one of the windows looking out. And she saw him walk by. And then after a few minutes later, here he goes again. Same direction, same path, everything. Thing is, that wasn't possible. There was no way he could have walked back around without her seeing. He would have had to literally walk back the way he walked the first time. Right. But instead, it was just one right after the other. So that was... Kind of like on repeat. Yeah, yeah, right. So it was almost like a photographic haunting kind of thing. And I do want to talk about that in a minute, but... um. 
So they were all talking about that. And it was like, oh, okay. well, um, trying to think if I was missing anything else. He was explaining to his wife that how disturbing of an experience it was that he was literally standing there and staring at himself in the eyes. And he knew it was him, but it wasn't him kind of thing again. So he was seeing this. There was no mirrors around, but it was his mirror image. So if I look at myself too long in the mirror, I get freaked out. Do you know why? Because you're scrying. You're, yeah. You're actually I get doing. so scared. <laughs> you're doing past life aggression. Yeah. You're actually looking into your past. It's so scary. That's, that's how you do it. I used to do that, too, as a teenager. Well, didn't I didn't realize know what that, I was doing. you know, because there was like one day I was like kind of just looking at myself and I'm like, did your face change? Cool. I don't remember, <laughs> but I remember being so freaked out and scared. I'm like, it is. You're it looking really back is. through your own eyes and the theory behind that is you're actually astro or you're um, you're going back and seeing your past life aggression. So you're actually seeing who you were before in past lives. Oh, well. And people do it a lot. They do it to kind of get to know themselves. But Oh, well, you know, and one of the other again. theories, even with with doppelgangers, <laughs> is the fact that maybe we're seeing our shadow self. Yeah. A piece of ourself that has broken off. And, you know, maybe it's not always the good side. Yeah. But, um. So back to Piercy. Sorry, Piercy. Um, so, yeah, he was really distraught by this. And, of course, like I said, the friend witnessed it. Um. Only just have the real one walk by. Well, days later, Percy was out on the boat, just taking a generalized cruise, right? If we do that, yeah. Storm came up, a bad storm. I hope we don't do this. But the bad storm came up and ended up killing him and everybody on the boat. Mm. They all died at sea. So 10 days later, his body washes up on shore very, you know... Just nasty and mean. Nasty. Look at I just lost the whole train of my thought on that one. Um, you, you know, there, didn't you? Decomposing. That's the word I'm looking you for. Went there. I did. I went there. I saw his decomposing <laughs> body laying on the rocks at the shore. She astro projected um, herself. I would love to astro project myself to Italy. Let me tell you. <laughs> Come back 50 pounds heavier and probably a little drunk. <laughs> um, a little. But, uh, yeah, so <laughs> they found his body washed up on the shore 10 days later. The man was 30 years old. Uh, this is when he died. He was 30 years old. And from the paintings, he was a good-looking guy. Oh. And, you know, evidently him and his wife were very much in love. So I could only imagine what it would be like to lose someone like that and see their body laying there decomposing and, like, all this just gory, nasty things of, of someone mm. you love just laying there. I mean, I could see it inspiring a book because his wife went on to write Frankenstein. Yes. Oh. Yes. Is that why she wrote it? Do you know Good question. who their best friend was? I have it, or I saw oh. it in the thing, but I don't have Please the name. Please tell me. Lord Byron. Yeah. Yeah, but it's She a, came up with, yeah. he was there that weekend that she came up with Frankenstein because she started writing it before. No. And they were telling stories. It was like a stormy night. So she was getting the idea I remember for it, reading about that. The one, after. yeah, the one, but the lady that saw was a female. Yeah. That she was there with Byron. It yeah. was, um, I, think she I would was have there that to look. Too. And she is one of the first female scientists. So, yeah, I mean, to me, I mean, that's why I was like, okay, did that make 
Did that make her have the idea when she starts thinking yeah. about the decomposing body and what she would do to bring her husband back? I mean, yeah. Is it what it, I mean, was it a doppelganger that inspired Frankenstein? Mm-hmm. But if she started writing it before that, I don't know. Well, they were the story I read was that they were sitting around yeah. talking about telling each they loved to tell each other horror stories. Mm-hmm. And so this was the one it was on the fly she started coming up with it. But she so it makes you kind of wonder if even if that was part of foretelling mm-hmm. the future. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, mean if you think about it. This awesome weekend. You know? Oh, I know, right? Oh, my Good gosh. Grief. You're in Except Italy. Except for the syphilis. Yeah. You're in Italy. Nobody wants that you're shit. You're eating. You're drinking. You're floating oh, yeah. along. I mean, yeah. Little chateau. Got the Playboy. The, the rich Playboy. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, Yeah. Interesting stories that all have to do with that. And, of course, there's modern day ones. There's all kinds of people that have, you know, like our stuff that we've talked about mm-hmm. and other people that have that have seen these things. So I've never seen one or heard one. And there's I've, I've gotten a lot of calls from even other clients that have said, I've, I've seen my wife standing there and she's not there. Or my I've sister seen has called me and said, are you here? I'm like, no, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and it's, and that's, okay, so that's one of the things I do want to touch base on is, can someone that's living haunt? Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. the, when we go to the photographic haunting stuff, um, are those cases of photographic hauntings, or are they doppelgangers at that point? Because, you know, we ourselves could be alive and well, and yet we could have been at some place that we had a traumatic experience and those mm-hmm. people are seeing us there now. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to be alive or we don't have to be dead to haunt someplace, but it's not an intelligent haunting. It's just a photographic haunting. So yeah, when your sister called and said, Hey, are you here? You know, well, no, maybe she was astral projecting at the time, or maybe she was just seeing some energy from something that was imprinted there. Mm-hmm. It very well could have been. I did hear my daughter's. At different points in time, say mom. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? And they're like, mm-hmm. what? I've heard. Yeah. And I'm like, you just said mom. Yeah. And they're mm-hmm. like, no, we did not, you know? And they can be outside sometimes. And I can hear very clearly, hey, can you bring me this? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bring what? You know? And they come, I'm, I'm looking around, I'm like, where? Where are you? Mm-hmm. And then they're outside. So that's insane. Now, that being said, too, does it mean it's, you know, is there a chance it could be something possibly ghostly on that that level, too? Mm-hmm. I think I think it is. I, I mean, I think there are times that it can be. I think they can be tricksters. Um, 100 percent. Yeah. You know, when we talked about different things, like we talked about um, Thin Man mm-hmm. a while back. Right. I don't know if we talked about it on this. Oh, you are going to get in so much trouble. <laughs> he said to move it. If he's not in. I think he meant not to do it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Another disclaimer, there the will boss. be vaping <laughs> on the show. Um, but otherwise, yeah. I'm not delightful, okay? <laughs> I won't be at all. You're totally... Oh, what's my subject again? Hold on. Okay, Thin Man. Um... <laughs> You know, we talked about being able to actually manifest something. Thin Man was a made-up story. That was nothing mm-hmm. that was ever real. But yep. now people are reporting seeing him everywhere. Mm-hmm. 
you know, documented cases. So did we actually manifest this thing because we put so much belief into Mm -hmm. it or some people put so much belief in energy, they either Mm -hmm. manifested it. So is it like a minion? Is it a minion you created yourself or is it even a demonic that took on that presence Mm -hmm. or that, you know, the look and the energy because it knows people are, ooh. Oh, that scared me. Uh, <laughs> that scared me so bad. <laughs> Our tech it. guy just walked in. Um, but <laughs> she guilty of something. <laughs> Close the book on that one, shall we? Um, but do you think people can actually manifest Yes, stuff? 100%. Oh, yeah. Manifestation's a huge thing. Yeah. You've got to be careful what you put out there because it will come back. But even still, even if they manifested it to make it its own energy or its own creature, or if it's a demonic that took on the presence, because you got to think demonics, they eat this energy up. Mm -hmm. They want chaos. They want, you know, fear. They want anger, whatever they, it's, it's like a smorgasbord for them. So, if they know you're going to be afraid of Slender Man, then why wouldn't mm-hmm. they take on that? Exactly. I mean. So my question is, is that these people that have seen doppelgangers and then have gotten so scared at the sight of it. And they knew what has been said before, you know, oh, something bad's going to happen or I'm mm. going to die soon. Do they, they manifested. They can. Their yeah. own death pretty much they can or own bad luck yeah. because of i guess the stigma around it if they put enough belief into it it'll happen yeah. it's just like voodoo if you put enough belief into it it's gonna happen mm-hmm. so it's 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 all a mindset it's all how you perceive and and how much energy you put into yourself into yeah. it so it's just like when we go in, if we do a cleansing on a house, when we go in there, we have to believe we're going to get rid of it because mm-hmm. if we don't, it's not going anywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. So you have to have enough belief and faith that you're able to do that. It's the same thing with any of the other stuff that we, you know, we experience out there. If, if someone's belief enough that I'm going to die by the age of 30 and they put so much of that in there, then there's a possibility it can happen. Right. You can make that happen. So I'm a huge believer in manifestation and, and what you what you do with your energy. Mm-hmm. I would say Cheyenne is too now. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, that's my talk on it, y'all. So. We didn't get drunk, so there wasn't a whole lot of gigglies. Sorry. No. <laughs> I've only Just had like four drinks. So. <laughs> She's only had four. And they're little. They're tiny. <laughs> little. She needs to learn to get a bigger so. cup. That or I'm, I've tried, I'm trying to I take myself off. I need a beer stein. Off. I'm trying to take myself off Sunday night so I can get drunk. But then I'd have to make Clint drive, so. Shout out to Clint once again. Again. Almost made it. Almost. Do you want to do our pillow? Oh, the pillow giveaway. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Pillow. It's William's. Just just so you know, William, it's yours. Shout out. Way um, to go, William. Congratulations. <laughs> Yay. We'll get it to you probably Saturday. Not this Saturday. Next and Saturday. Saturday. Next Saturday. No. Next. The 16th. Well, if you come to my birthday party, William, you'll get it then. Yeah, that's true. 
So on the on 15th. Friday. Yep. On the 15th. Yeah. Yep. So anywho, uh, that's, that's all I have y'all. Yeah. If you guys have, yeah, yeah. uh, Ideas, subject, I'm stories you want to sell, sell, shell, sell. share. Oh my. I'm wow. so Oh my God. That won't make no, she's up. not. <laughs> she made mushrooms. She put something so, in the mushrooms. I didn't eat the shroom. I don't like shrooms. I hope there's no cops watching. I just, I, I just ate the innards, which was sausage. I mushrooms. And cheese. And cheese. She put something in the cheese. A lot of cheese. Um, I'm going to go have some I feel but. like I could have a heart attack now because of all that cheese. I know. So. That are some really runny shits. Oh, we might also be talking about bowel movements on this show. <laughs> so. We'll add that to the disclaimer. Yeah. If you suffer from constipation, here's an easy thing. Miralax, Powerade, shake it up, drink it, good to go. Just ask Stacy. Just beer. She's gonna shout out to Stacy. <laughs> I'm sorry, Stacy. That's what happens when you're good friends with a nurse and you gotta ask questions. <laughs> oh my gosh, I need to tell somebody that. So I'm not gonna mention names. <laughs> okay. Well, with that, I just gotta eat a salad. I know, right? <laughs> We're just gonna end on that shitty note. <laughs> no pun intended. Thanks for coming, y'all. We're going to be discussing what we're talking about next week because we don't know. know Like I said, you guys never know what we're going to say on this show because neither do we. We are going to do some Christmas stuff, though, you know. Coming up, yes. We do have some really cool cool stuff coming up in in the next few weeks. We'll probably do another Spirits and Cues, so that'd be fun. Who raw? Yep. All right. Thanks for coming, y'all. Thank you. We're going to get Carmen drunk and we're going to go eat some more food. I got to go take a test. Oh, man. It doesn't involve a line. my professor is watching. Okay. I just want to make sure it didn't involve a line. (laughs) Go hard. Give me a break. (laughs) All I heard was test. That scared me. I just like. Test? I gotta go take a test. But I'm gonna have to That's why I said I hope it doesn't involve a line. Jesus. No, the tubes are tied. I got two. I'm good. All righty. Well, the more you didn't want to know. (laughs) And good night. To our private lives. Just shut that thing off or we're gonna keep talking about our body parts. Shut it off. Thank you. Good night. Bye. Bye.